Sports Business Journal's SBJ Presents Podcast, featuring industry experts, insight, and perspective on the issues impacting the business of sports. Our message in this download, It's Not Your Mother's Sports Commission, where MVP stands for Most Valuable Partnerships. Sponsored by Sports Milwaukee. Championed by Visit Milwaukee. Marissa Warner, Director of Sports Milwaukee, leads our conversation, along with Megan Setman, VP of Sales for Wisconsin Center District. And special guest, Christy Strong-Simmons, Senior Director of Events and Member Services at USA Taekwondo. Well, thanks to all of you for joining us. Before we get in-depth here, let's talk more generally speaking on what a sports commission is and what it does for organizers. Thanks, Brian. Talking about a sports commission, it has many different meanings. And for those of you that aren't familiar, typically it's an organization that is focused on bringing sport tourism events to their city in order to increase economic impact. Uh, But there are some that are separate entities, um, Indianapolis, Houston, several other cities that are really self-funding and focus on large events like Super Bowl or the Indy 500 or NCAA Final Four. For us, Milwaukee, we found based on our facilities, based on what we have the capability to host, that it makes a little bit more sense for us to not be a typical sports commission, but to really be a defined division under the umbrella of Visit Milwaukee, which is our destination marketing organization. And, you know, really trying to build up rapport within the community as to the one-stop shop for anything sports related and trying to grow, you know, youth, amateur, and professional sporting events in our community. And Marissa, how specifically does Sports Milwaukee help organizers? We're really there from beginning to end. It's really about relationship building. You know, currently I am here with one of our partners, Christy Strong Simmons with USA Taekwondo. And she previously worked with uh, USA Fencing. And so we've had kind of a, a long-term relationship, but that started years ago by coming to these conferences, getting specific opportunities to really talk with potential clients, uh, NGBs, which are national governing bodies, to see if there might be opportunity for them to come to your city. And we really work through the whole process of, does it make sense? Do we have the right amount of space? Is uh, there a good amount of athletes around the area that are within driving distance? Then it kind of building that trust. You know, within sports, it's so important to have that relationship where what we promise as a city, we know that a client can hold us accountable for it and that we're going to follow through. It sounds to me like most sports commissions are siloed and this is a little different approach. Is that right? That's correct. There are other cities who do take this approach. We were able to utilize them like Sports Pittsburgh or Columbus, they have something similar as well. And and so we learn from each other. We're not afraid to ask another city for help and to see how they're doing it and how they're making it successful. We want to make ourselves stand out. We are a unique and vibrant destination um, that's right along Lake Michigan. But if there's anything that we can incorporate to make ourselves even better, we're not afraid to do that. want to bring Christy and Megan into the conversation and talk more broadly about sports tourism and why it's so important 
to each destination. Christy? I will tell you that we hold several events throughout the year. And one of the hardest things is looking for locations that have the right amount of floor space and hotels, close proximity, so people are walking. That's tough. So building relationships, long-term relationships with sports commissions like Milwaukee really helps us to quickly be able to pick up the phone. I'll call Marissa and say, hey, I've got this event that's coming up. You know, can you take a look? Here's all our specs. And it can be that easy. I think also for a lot of sports, they don't have um, many staff. So the sports commission kind of becomes part of our team. They help us on the ground prior to the event and then during the event and post event. So it's pretty seamless. And Megan, how about you? When I think about sports tourism and what Sports Milwaukee brings to the city of Milwaukee, we are a thriving sports destination because of our sports commission and how they've immersed themselves, not just with Christie's group from USA Taekwondo, but across the board. You're talking volleyball, you're talking fencing, you're talking the speed skating championships, you're talking our triathlon, USA triathlon that we host. We, as a destination and as venues, we love to be as flexible as possible to be able to attract as many people to come and experience the Milwaukee hospitality. We have a tagline called Unique Unites, and we really pride ourselves on the fact that our city is powered by the people that deliver the hospitality for sporting groups that come into the destination of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, southeastern Wisconsin. And that that goes outside of the sports lane as well. But we really pride ourselves on who we are as a community and the hospitality that we deliver. And it helps Christie's group pick up the phone again and call Marissa and say, hey, we understand our group loved your city back in 2019. How can we get on your books for 2023? and bring our people back to enjoy your hospitality. You know, oftentimes we talk about sports tourism. We think of the big events, the Super Bowl, the Final Four, major golf tournaments. But I want to focus on the impact of youth sports on a community. And Marissa, maybe tell us about youth sports and the scene in Milwaukee and what the future holds. Yes, I think everybody, and we've talked about this, they look at sports and they think of their professional teams. And don't get me wrong, having the Milwaukee Bucks and the Milwaukee Brewers in our backyard is phenomenal. It has really given us such exposure on a national and international scale. But we cannot forget the amount of economic impact that youth sports has, you know, and and sport tourism has brought overall to the United States. We continue to see it grow. And it really was kind of recession proof in a way, you know, during COVID. A lot of cities wondering if they're going to be able to make it through their hotels. How do we get people back to work? And uh, to be able to have sporting events return sooner than anything else was really a showcase of how important it was getting cities back to work. We do a lot of youth amateur events, Olympic events, um, working closely with the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee that's based in Colorado Springs. And that is really what keeps us going all year long. We obviously are affected by when our basketball team or our baseball team does really well and they're making it to the playoffs. Even if we look at the Franklin Milkmen, which is right outside of downtown, they made it to the playoffs. 
that all increases our, our economic impact. People who want to come to the city, who want to then go to restaurants, who stay overnight in our hotels. And that's all really important because it's what creates jobs. It's what allows people to get great tips throughout a great weekend of service at a bar or a restaurant or, you know, working ticketing at one of the facilities. So, you know, I, I don't think a lot of people really realize how much sports affects so many different people on different levels in your community. You know, Christy, I know you travel extensively and uh, we're all kind of the same when it comes to those deciding factors, right? When you choose a location for your event, it all starts with the airport, right? Yeah, it does. And for some of our events that are more regional, sometimes it, it's driving distance too. But first we look at the airport, we take a look at um, what is the facility? Do they have the space requirements that we need? All the auxiliary meeting space that we need. And then what are the area hotels? And then from that also, my previous sport uh, fencing and also for Taekwondo, we look at restaurants, attractions, things that are open in that city throughout the weekend during these competitions, because people want to get out of the hotel. They want to, when they're done in the venue competing, they want to go out and, and see the city. So that's important too. Well, I'm on record as a big fan of Milwaukee and Wisconsin, so we won't ask me this question. I'll put this out to you, Christy. Um, it's a great golf destination, traveled the entire state, love Wisconsin, love the people there. But I want you to tell us, what is it for you, you know, leading a major organization and planning big events, what is it that makes Sports Milwaukee stand out in your mind? Yeah, I think that in addition to it being a, a wonderful city and the people there are very welcoming, I think it's also has to do with really a long-term relationship with the, the CVB and the Sports Commission where, you know, at some point I was brought out to Milwaukee and took a look and then over, you know, the next few years uh, worked with the city to try and place events there. And now they're this long-term uh, partner of ours, part of our team. And uh, it's great. It's nice to develop these kinds of relationships. And uh, our relationship with Milwaukee is very important. I'm curious, too, about the Wisconsin Center District, learning more about that. What makes the venues stand out when it comes to these sporting events. Megan and Marissa, maybe talk about that a little bit. You know, it's a wonderful partnership. We are a, as Sports Milwaukee and Visit Milwaukee, part of the sales arm of the Wisconsin Center District, which contains, you know, three different amazing venues. And with our partnership, we've really been able to, to create that long-term relationship with USA Fencing and now USA Taekwondo because of what we've been able to fulfill as a team for Christy uh, and other events like that. And I will let, of course, Ms. Sutman add into that. Thank you, Marissa. And Brian, just to kind of give the audience an overview of what the Wisconsin Center District is and, and what that can do for a city like Milwaukee, we consist of three venues, um, the Wisconsin Center, which is our convention center. It's currently undergoing a $456 million expansion. We took over in a whole nother city block and we'll be opening a brand new space in addition to modernizing our current building in May of 2024. We also have the largest theater in the state of Wisconsin, which is the Miller High Life Theater. It's a 4,100 seat theater. 
And then also next to the theater is the UW-Milwaukee Panther Arena. It is a 10,000 seat arena that is home to the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee men's basketball team, the Admirals, which is the feeder team for the Nashville Predators, and then also world champions from 2019 of indoor soccer is the Milwaukee Wave. So between the three venues, obviously the arena is built for sports and sporting events all across the board, be that curling, hockey, gymnastics, you name it. We also have the flexibility of the convention center with 300,000 square feet of exhibition space. That is truly a blank slate for any type of sporting event to come in. Example would be, I know there are destinations that have built out complete water training facilities in their exhibition hall because we just have the space to do it. We've hosted USA Wrestling. We have nine weekends. We turn into almost a volleyball complex in the first quarter each year as we host nine weekends of youth sports, both boys and girls volleyball, which just drives family and extended family into our city to stay at our hotels, dine in our restaurants, experience that people power, and really show the hospitality of the city. Well, I'll pretend like I've never been to Milwaukee before and ask the next question here uh, to you, Megan and Marissa, and then also to you, Christy, in terms of, you know, maybe talking about things that are interesting about Milwaukee that people may not know. And then Christy, I want to ask you, uh, to follow that up with maybe something that you found about Milwaukee that you didn't know prior to visiting. I do have a special affinity with our city really showcasing volleyball. It's I was very blessed. I played division one volleyball when I was in you know college. And to me, it's great building upon that community in our city. And we really do, as Megan said, have built a great base of, of that sport and making ourselves kind of that home destination for, for indoor and even outdoor volleyball with our beaches. So now we'll go into your second question where, you know, it really makes us unique. People do not know that we are on Lake Michigan. People unfortunately think that it is small enough to run around in one day, which it is really not. <laughs> and that they are always surprised that we have these amazing, beautiful beaches that can host AVP caliber level events for uh, beach volleyball and also for beach soccer. So it's really exciting and really amazing to have all of these different venues right there within a short ride of each other. Um, we're very walkable, very easily accessible. And Christy, how about you? I was very surprised by Milwaukee. My first time there, I think my expectation was it was kind of a an old town. And when I arrived there, and I actually went on my first site visit in winter, and it was very cold. But I was so surprised at the downtown and that there were so many restaurants, so many things to do. It absolutely wiped away my thinking of, you know, Milwaukee as a, a city from the past. It really is a city of the present and the future. So that that was really, uh, that was it was pretty cool to realize that. And Megan, I know you have kind of a unique perspective here, right? I moved to the city in April of 2016. I'm not going to say from where, but another competing Midwest tier one city. And I was absolutely blown away with the downtown 
the 191 unique neighborhoods, the fact that it's home to Summerfest. If you caught on the news last week, in 2025, we're opening what is called the Iron District in the city, which will be the home of Milwaukee's USL soccer team expansion. And so we'll have a, a new stadium that seats 8,000 fans, which also come with a 3,500 seat concert venue. And let's bring another hotel to downtown. We love that. It's a city that thrives on culture. It's a city that thrives on, on food and beverage, um, beer capital of the world, James Beard, award-winning chefs, uh, nine to 11 of them, depending on how you want to count that. But then it's just a city that, that does hospitality well. I was only supposed to be in Milwaukee one year for contract work and here I am six and a half years later and I'm not going anywhere anytime soon because I'm really proud of the development the city has invested in and how it is really putting Milwaukee on the map as a not to be missed destination. Yeah, you've got uh, you know, a beautiful campus for Harley Davidson, so many festivals throughout the year too. I know that. And then you know, one of the big events that you bring in or have brought in over the years is the USA Triathlon Nationals. You've got 7,000 athletes in that. And from what I understand, it's been, what, about a half dozen of these events over the last decade. They keep coming back, obviously. Why is it that they do that? They come back because of the venue. And I think it just goes back to what I was saying before about the lakefront. Um, it is very unique to have all of this publicly own land along a lakefront. There's no housing. So it's filled with parks and open space for people and the public to enjoy, uh, which makes it a great venue. And then you also have the background of two of the most well-known museums, our Discovery World and Milwaukee Art Museum, which was designed by Santiago Calatrava, has these beautiful wings and it just, it sets up for a perfect background for these athletes to experience. And then, you know, besides the actual competition and location, it's what Megan was referring to before is our hospitality. You know, people really enjoy coming here for the full experience from beginning to end. And we really love making them feel at home. We've grown and developed a great partnership similar to what we've done with, you know, fencing and Taekwondo with triathlon we have been working together now for almost yeah 10 years and it's been fantastic we it, it's about trust it's about being able to understand that what we are promising to them we are always going to follow through and that we know what they are promising to us about the economic impact that that is going to be fulfilled as well and that's continued to work and be very successful and i would like to say it's you know one of our our most successful partnerships that we've developed over the years yeah, and I want to come back to the pro sports teams too. I mean, you you touched on the Bucks and the Brewers, and the Bucks obviously NBA champions, and the Brewers have had a lot of success the last couple of years. Um, how important is it to have those pro sports teams not only playing well, but I mean, they've got beautiful venues, and they've also made an investment in the community. Absolutely, uh, they really have tried to make it into a destination itself by creating the Deer District, which housed 60,000 plus fans during the NBA playoffs and created about $57 million in economic impact just over those playoff series. And what they've developed over there with now a new hotel, the trade, that they have several restaurants in that area. It's really creating continuity between you know, Pfizer Forum, Deer District, into the Wisconsin Center District and over to our hotel community to 
really evolve as a city and have a true entertainment district. Thanks to Marissa Werner, Director of Sports Milwaukee, Megan Setman, VP of Sales for Wisconsin Center District, and Christy Strong-Simmons, Senior Director of Events and Member Services at USA Taekwondo for joining us. And thank you for downloading Sports Business Journal's SBJ Presents podcast, sponsored by Sports Milwaukee, championed by Visit Milwaukee.